One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I think my favorite flavor of fruit pasta is orange. Really? I think that's quite revolutionary because most people go for a black purple, or a red. Purple, yeah. Black, not purple. No, I had a purple one. Black? No, I've just had a purple one. There are it's black, da- purple. <laughs> black, purple. This is not quirky, so. Yeah. Tell me when you finish your fruit pastel. I'm good. Okay. Done. Okay. So, listening to Mumford and Sons are in the car on the way up, trying to establish the middle class credentials. <laughs> and um, just be completely middle ground. Yeah. Because we know that's what sells. It is. Um, anyway, to start, Ruth, I'd just like to say Wagwan blood. The, the police are now learning uh, street slang and to try and, when they go undercover. This is so stupid. When they go undercover to try and blend in, they say things like Wagwan blood. Which means what's going on? Sure, it says blood. It does B L U D. That's but the way they might be wrong. That's yeah, but it's like blood. It's not like blood. Blood. No, but like you know, like blood. Yeah, blood. Wagwan blood. It's here. I'm not blood. B L W O D. B L U D. Yeah, yeah. I was just checking. It wasn't B L O D. If I was to walk into some gang and say Wagwan blood, oh, you get ex- shot for sure. I'd be accepted as one of them. And the other thing I was saying, there's more street slang. Beef tings. Uh, but you didn't know what beef tings was? Or... No. no well... I know what beef is. Like, if you've got beef with someone, like angsty, like you've been narky to each other or whatever. Mm. But And I know ting. People use ting all the time. Ting. But I've never heard of... Ting is what, just a thing. Say what it means. Cause... Beef tings. It's, uh, well, I'll, I'll read you what it says. It says, In the hopes of quelling beef tings, while extolling the virtues of all that is peng, we all know about peng, uh, the popo have apparently adopted the language of the street. This is uh, police in Lancashire. They've been learning uh, things like wagwan, which means what's going on, I presume. Yeah, like hello. Yeah, wagwan just, just means hello. Just a greeting. Well, no, it's like a hello, how are you? It's yeah. just a greeting. Well, watch out, because the next person who says wagwan to you may be a member of the Lancashire police. This is um, so stupid. So I've got stupid. some stuff about um, slang words as well that oh. we can just... Is that going to be part no, of No, I don't pro- think it's a full section, really. I don't think it's got enough legwork to be a full section. So I'll just drop it in now. I'll drop it in then. Scrabble. What about Scrabble? They've got some new words. Oh, yes, I such saw Such as that. ooh and okay. These are American. And they're trying to appeal to the younger, genera- the, the younger generation, the masses. Yeah. So they've got some new words. That's right. And they've got e- Just like Lancashire Police. Just like Lancashire Police. Like E-U-W. Like no, U. just E-U. Oh, e, no, sorry, E-W. Ah, right. And that's a, sort of an American usage because it makes it ew. ew. No, it's just like ew. Like, ew, gross. Ew. 
Oh, it's like you. And it's just EW. EW. Are you sure and it's they've not got, EUW? I'm absolutely uh-huh. positive. Yeah. And they've got OK, just OK. Yeah. I think we're ready to start. Should we, should we yeah, start? Yeah, go on then. Welcome along. This is the 31st episode of Ruthie, Me and My Dad. My birthday, the 31st. Yes, it is. You don't know, are you advertising for presents? Well, I mean... <laughs> but they don't know the got, 31st of We've what, not got a PO box. No, we haven't. So, the story that was fairly big during the week, because I know we like to keep an eye on LGBTQ stories... I wonder what you felt about the girl guides. Now, you've never done any of that. You know, No, I did brown rainbows. Did you do rainbows? I did rainbows. Oh. But then um, the rainbow, like, mother woman. Well, they were mm. called birds, weren't they? they were called, oh, no, they were flowers. Yeah. They were called, like, bluebell and buttercup and stuff. Anyway, buttercup shouted at me and then me and, t- me and my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> buttercup shouted at me and my best friend and then we left. Yeah. So you we didn't never... like being shouted about at... No. And you ne- so you never graduated to the brownies? I never went to brownies. See, your oldest sister, she went all the way through into guides. Yeah, she did. Yeah, and then she was like a guide leader as well. Or yes, something, she? she was. Uh, and the story about the girl... I didn't like the um, regimented gluing and sticking. I like to be really creative and free with my gluing and sticking. And they were very much like, you have to make your flower this way. And I didn't appreciate that. No. So you went out at rainbow uh, level. Rainbow level. Yeah, never graduated. And and the story about the guides this week is that two of the guide leaders who opposed the inclusion of transgender girls, uh, so because they're now allowing into the guides, as I understand it. And as guides... Like um, leaders like Buttercups and Bluebells and whatever. Buttercups and Bluebells. They're now allowing in there people who are transgender, even if they've not, uh, even if they've not had the operation. So the fact is, if you ident- are, anyone who identifies as a you've woman, you've just got to identify as a woman. Which, uh, what's your view on that? Because it seems, yeah, to be, obviously, obviously, what? Let them be in the girl guides. Yeah, you don't think there's an issue. There's an issue with uh, telling parents that uh, some of the, you know, when you go on, you, when you send your daughter on the guide trip, some of the people might be uh, transgender. You just no, in case it's they might, so they few might and far between. Like there's so. Do you think there's a fuss about nothing? Yeah, really? massively. And then also, anyone could be a predator, whether they're a, they identify as a woman or not. But all it does is perpetuate the stigma around people pretending to be the opposite sex yeah. to, to do I wasn't things so much thinking wrong, of, you know of I mean? people being predators I was just thinking of it as a sort of informational but thing but why do you need to know? well I think you need to know because some people have stronger views on it you know parents yeah have... so they should get over it clearly because you, so the only views that you could possibly need to know is if you disagreed with it and then you shouldn't get to know anywhere that it's the person who is transgender whose job it is to say to tell people if they want to or if they don't want to. So you get all sorts of other information because everything's very. I mean, you know, you don't I, get to know everything. You don't. If someone's had a divorce, they won't tell the girl guide mothers that oh, this woman you're going away with has had a divorce. Do you know what I mean? You don't get to know any kind of personal information like that. No, but the the, the checks they're quite thorough, aren't they? They have your passport. And yeah, you, exactly, yeah. and they'll do that. They do a DBS check. There's things that are specifically put into place. To protect children, and it, it's not a question of just telling a mum, oh, I'm transgender. Like, it's not anyone's business, really. Is it not the business of the parents, if there's a transgender le- leader? Just just uh, information that the girl guide leader actually has a penis, it might be of interest. Yeah, but that, what, what does it matter? 
Uh, it doesn't Why matter does to, a gentle matter, matter, matter at all? It doesn't matter to me, but it might matter to uh, to parents. And uh, but do you not think the fact the fact that they've because they're not in favour of it, they've been expelled? These two guide leaders. Do you think they should have been expelled? Well, yeah, because it's it's the same thing as people saying, "Oh, I don't want black people to be in charge of my children." Do you think it's, it's the, the same? same? Yeah, I think it's the oh. same thing. Okay, it's discriminating against someone for something that they they didn't choose to do you've been working very hard with uh, with your stuff this week yeah mm. ish um, <laughs> I've got a list of some some professions that are dying and I may never be able to go into so some of them are the ones you would expect like a travel agent and a broadcaster and um, a farmer a broadcaster? yeah why will you never be able to be a broadcaster? because it's di- it's a dying profession because uh, people are choosing to stream things rather than listen to uh, Radio Live I, I take the point that when I went into broadcasting as a music presenter that sort of side of it is probably dying but um, it's also that People are choosing to stream music rather than listen to talk mm. in the car. See, I think talk is probably, uh, as now, in a way, if you're thinking about radio, talk is probably overtaking Well, it music. is now, but only because the music, there's no need for the music to be on there because people are streaming it. And then, as the music goes, people will just start listening to the music anyway. Mm. So then the talk will die. But just why will the t- no? I'm, what I'm saying is because no ra- one will listen to the radio. People will either listen to podcasts or stream music. Mm, but you're still. How do you become a podcaster? You become a podcaster just by making not, a podcast. Yes, but you, you all right. You maybe not on a radio station, but you will still be in some. Yeah, but kind that doesn't of, mean you're a broadcaster. I'm saying the profession of broadcasting is dying. Oh, that's nice to know. Well, there you go. Um, <laughs> postal workers. Postal workers, yeah, I can see. Although, just because it's all being sorted with machines. Yes, it's being sorted with machines, but somebody's still got to bring it around to your house. Yes, yeah, so the post men or post people will still post the post, hmm. but the the people who sort through the post that will become obsolete. So there'll be way less postal workers. Way fewer. Ugh. What, um, what was that thing you said this morning about people who... Oh, the Venn diagram of men who correct you about the the in band names and turtle dickheads is just a circle. Very good. But why men? I'm sure women are Because it was just capable. about women, who men mansplaining. Oh, ma- that was a mansplaining thing. Yeah. Right, fair enough. Also, it's funnier and if what, it's men. Yeah, of course it's funnier if it's men. Let's take the piss out of men. That's much funnier. Uh, what other professions are going up the swanny? Farmers. Farmers? Well, how will farming be done? So machines can take away a lot of the like manual agricultural labour work. Mm. Do you know, they've been saying this for years. Well, I it remember, is dying. I can rem- yeah, well, everything's dying. But I can remember them saying it in the 1980s, pretty soon we'll all, we'll all f- have to find what we do with our time because work will disappear. Everything will be done by machines. It'll all be done by robots. This is before even AI or any of that stuff. Everything will be done by robots. Therefore, we'll have this unending leisure time and I've been sitting here since I was about 30 years old waiting for this unending leisure time and it's not happened so what else is going to go out of business um, casino cashiers casino cashiers yeah because it's see just that. all being collected by yeah. the machines yeah newspaper reporters newspaper reporters traditional newspaper reporters oh well traditional the thing that, these are these are basically professions that are changing rather than that but are also so it said stuff about um, how like AI will be able to pick out like news 
and then write a story that's if it's just news rather than opinion pieces Mm, well that's sort of changed anyway but people see even if everything goes on the internet if people stop buying newspapers and everything goes on the internet there'll still be there will need, content will be needed yes Some, content creators will be needed but there will be less of a need there will be less people doing it fewer because, people oh, <laughs> there will be fewer people because a newspaper's massive i looked at a newspaper the other day they're big mm. What, like there is of? so many articles in there online papers will not have that many articles no but i mean they're there because people like to read them people are interested in different things um, yeah i know like, but i'm just saying i never read the business pages particularly online you know like little filler pieces and stuff i think they will people will still if they you know if there's a tap dancing pigeons being discovered in workshop people will still want to know about it so those little fillers did you see that was, whale yes i did see the beluga whale yes i did that was great it was and people that's right and somebody but i didn't read it in the paper i saw it on the news yes of course you did everybody sees these things on the news but what what happens now is people see see them see them on the tv or they hear about them on the radio and then and then they, they don't they, they know, don't read the paper well if they're particularly interested in beluga whales like for instance they might want to know what exactly is a beluga whale? What's how did and this particular beluga whale? No, how did well? Thing on Wikipedia, what they'll get is out of date information. But what they what they'll get uh, in a newspaper, and one assumes if newspapers disappear online, is a whale expert telling you how this beluga whale got all the way from the Arctic to uh, Gravesend in Kent. So uh, that. This is nonsense, basically, that's saying that these professions will disappear. They no, won't. they're, they're dying. Well, they're, they're dying. Yes, but everything's dying. Furniture finishers? Furniture finishers. Is that going to be done by... No, because it's just cheaper to replace a chair or a table than it is to repair mm. a broken one. Yeah. They, well, this has all been going on for, for years and only, years. The, one, the only ones that you've kicked up a fuss about are the ones where you have a... I've got skin in the game. Yeah. The rest of them, you don't care. Lawyers? Yeah, don't care. Give us another one. Detectives. Don't care. Fast food cooks. Now, interesting. I did go to a fast food place the other day. You know, very rarely. Where? Where did you go? I went to Jacobs. Which? That, oh, that's is, not a proper fast food place. What do you mean it's not a proper fast it's food? It's not like it? a. It's not like a McDonald's or a KFC or something. It's just one tiny notch up from McDonald's it's and like, KFC. It's, it's like the, more like Nando's, really. No, it's Jacobs. not actually. Uh, it's like Five Guys. It's. I've never been. It's in that middle. Well, neither have I. But it's the, there's a sort of middle area. Be- so we're making these claims based on fact, and we've done no. like Let some hard hitting investigative. Right. Let me tell you about fast food. What we'll do is um, we'll go into a new segment, an unplanned segment. I'm going to tell you about fast food. It's all about it's having. I think I have more experience of fast food. Than well, you let do. me. All right. Well, can I postulate my theory Go about on. fast food? That it's all about price point. And basically, what you've got is you've got at one end of the fast food scale, you've got McDonald's and Burger King. That's at that end. Burger King. It wasn't that bad actually. You know, oh, I was good. ready to, <laughs> I know, to pull I you. Up. But it wasn't so, that bad because usually you do know, Burger King. No, like if it's <laughs> is it the king? I'm not sure. What what this podcast has now morphed into is me correcting you on less and fewer, and you correcting me on the pronunciation of uh, Burger King. But anyway, who cares about the less and fewer thing? Yeah. Grammar is there to make things the most clear expression of ideas mm. as it possibly can. Saying less versus fewer, you didn't think when I said there's going to be less lawyers that you thought I was cutting up lawyers. 
Well, there could be that misunderstanding. So fewer is, is probably better, just for the sake of clarity. Right, fast food. You've got at one end of the scale, you've got McDonald's and that other place. And then at the top end of the scale for fast food, you've got Nando's and Pizza Express. And but I wouldn't count so, Nando's and Pizza Express as fast food. I would just say they're restaurants. No, well, Pizza Express is like a fancy restaurant. Do you know what I mean? That I'm well, just Pizza Express that, maybe. Well, let's like just, when it's fast food, I feel like fast food has to be Nando's is fast food. I think fast food for me personally. I don't know why I said personally. For, just cut out the personally bit. For me, <laughs> you're just giving me more edits. If you keep saying personally, I've just got to edit that. For me. Fast food has to be, you go to the till, you order the food, you collect the food from the till. Well, uh, uh, there's the middle ground. Do you know what I mean? Like, when I go ground. for like those walk and go places, you mm. know, like in Huddersfield that, and stuff. That's fast food. It's fast food because I go to the till, I order my noodles, they put the noodles on the counter, I pick up my noodles and then I can either eat in their sticky little chairs or I can leave. But you're middle class, so you know where you're going to sit in their sticky oh, little I plastic chairs. I always sit in their sticky little plastic chairs. Where am I going to go? It's cold. All right. So what I'm saying is that let's forget the words fast food. Okay. Let's talk about chain restaurants or eateries, if you want. So at the one end of the scale, you've got McDonald's and that other place. And then at the other end of the scale, you've got Nando's and Pizza Express. Now, somebody spotted a niche in between the two, two styles of eating, the two price points, which is Five Guys, Jacobs, and there are various other diners. There are small chains around London, which are sort of halfway between those two. So basically what happens is, uh, I'll tell you what happens to Jacobs. You go to the counter, order your food, right? They give you a little buzzer thing. You go back to your table with a buzzer thing. It buzzes when it's ready, and then you go back and collect your food. Just to so clarify, seem... Jacobs isn't um, a chain. It's it's not a chain. Ah, I don't I think so. I think it just kind of looks like a chain mm, it does. In, in Wakefield. It cost us about 14 quid for two of us in uh, Jacobs. Oh, for both of you? Yeah. Oh, that is cheap. Did you have drinks? Yeah, uh, yeah I had, a, a, I had a, a chicken sandwich drinks. meal, and the meal included fries, and included a drink. I got a bottle oh, right. of water with it. So how do we start on this fast food thing? Fa- oh, fast food cooks is one of the dying professions. Right. Because right. they can do a lot of it with machinery. You know, you don't need someone standing there flipping the burgers. No, well, I'll... Flip the burgers. I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. Now, you're reading uh, Brooklyn at the moment. By, oh, yeah, I am. Uh, Colm Tobin. Is it pronounced like that? I've never... I have no idea. No. It's got an accent on the I. Yes, it has, hasn't it? Like T- a... T-O-I-B-I-N is his second name, isn't it? Yeah. Colm Tobin or something like that. Are you, uh... I always do the voices in my head. Do you? Because we saw the film. And I'm just wondering, having seen the film first, you know, they normally say... Yeah, I know. You should always read the book first. But I didn't even realise it was a book. And then I thought, oh, I'll read the book. Because well, I've got, I've I had never, the book. So. Yeah. Well, I've never read the book because I always think the advantage, you know what the advantage of a film is over a book? No reading. No reading. Um, it's good that I'm about three quarters of the way through. It's not like super difficult. I thought it'd be more, I thought it'd be harder than it is actually. Yeah. But are you like, seeing the, the the film characters in your head? Oh, yeah. 100%. Although some of them, it's very difficult when they give the description of the boyfriend that she meets when she's in New York. Tony, his description is given as blonde hair and blue eyes, but in the film he's got dark hair and dark eyes. Yeah. What about Sorsha? Sersha. Sersha. What about Sersha? Did you just call her Sorsha on purpose? I thought it was a joke. <laughs> just going to Sersha. Well, I'd forgotten. I, I thought it was Sorsha, but it's Sersha, isn't it? Sersha, I think. Although that might be just your Leeds accent. It's more. Sersha Ronan. 
Yeah. Oh, we're um, talking of um, uh, talking of impersonations. Oh, I can't do any, Dad. Well, I'm very impressed with your uh, Lorraine Kelly. It's, it was come on over no, absolute tongue. It's just the same as how I did it when. No, it's it's come on a tongue. Let's hear Lorraine Kelly. I don't. I'm not prepared for this. Um, hello, I'm Lorraine Kelly. It's a special morning. And you were also doing uh, Owen Wilson. Uh, oh yeah, but my Owen Wilson's no good because I've got a girl's voice. It's very yeah, difficult. This is Owen Wilson oh, so, in Midnight so in Paris. If you've seen Midnight in Paris, it's I feel like you need some background. Yeah. If you've seen Midnight in Paris, Owen Wilson travels back in time and he's in the film with Tom Hiddleston and Tom Hiddleston, whose voice would be good to do for mm. this, but I can't. I don't. No, he's just posh. Yeah, just posh. Um, uh, oh, oh! So, so I'm playing. Um, this is Tom Hiddleston. He's like, oh, I'm playing F. Scott Fitzgerald, and uh, he's playing T. S. Eliot. And uh, who are you playing? Because we're all playing these historical characters. And he goes, Oh, uh, 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 no, 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 no! You see, see, I go back in time. I'm from now. You see, no, 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 I go back in time. See, the good thing about your Owen Wilson is you can't do it unless you say, No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, because that's what how someone else did it. Um, that's that's how, how Tom, Tom Hiddleston, Hiddleston did it. Hiddleston does it. We're doing really well with uh, with mail, and we're doing so You've well. You've got mail. We have got a lot of mail. We're doing so well. We're now getting spam. Uh, I've got yeah spam off who from? From Monty Singh. Monty Singh says, "Hope you're doing well. Can't afford to hire an IT company for your business? No. No worries. Here is a way that can help you save the cost without compromising on the work quality. Hire our dedicated staff of designers and web developers to work for you virtually!" Exclamation mark. Funnily oh. enough, one mm. of the dying professions was an IT office guy. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. Ah, so I was going to. People can either do it themselves or they can get. Yeah. Like a, a guy in India or something to do it. Well, Monty Singh probably is a guy in India. Lots and lots of comment on um, on various issues that we've uh, handled over the last few weeks. Craig Hannington says that he lost his mum a couple of weeks ago and it's been a tough oh. time. But he says we've helped him to smile during this time. So that's, that's gratifying. It makes it all worthwhile. Bob O'Berty um, says... <laughs> he says he enjoys my music, which will come to the music shortly... Uh, more than yours, he says, to quote Ruth, your cronies, he's one of my cronies, Bob, uh, he says the music, re- they resonate more with Martin's music choices, they take them back to the carefree innocence of youth, but he says he's enjoying the father-daughter exchanges, he says I have to compliment Ruth on having a very mature head on young shoulders, so well done Ruth. Uh, apart from the reality TV shows, he says. <laughs> and Callum McCabe, um, he's another crony, I'm afraid. Um, he's heard me on uh, Talk Sport, but he says um, he's been a fan. He's a bit of a fan, but he says it's obvious that talent runs in the family. That's nice. So that'd be a reference to Martha, that probably. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, Martha's my sister, just for. Yes. He says, I'm a father of a four year old girl myself, and really hope when she's 17, we'll be as close as you two are. Well, we've. We, it's so far on. Yeah, we, we, it's we just for the don't podcast. Speak any, it's just no, for the podcast. Any other time of the week. Paul Foreman says he's just been given a book called The Secret Footballer, What the Physio Saw. Absolutely no way am I reading that, if that's the question. That's the question. And that's Paul in... definitive no. Paul in Liverpool. David Pearce says, as the relatively young father 
of a young daughter. Listening to the show makes me look forward to being the middle-aged father of an older daughter. So it's the illusion we're creating here of closeness and everything. He's enjoying that. But I'm not wishing away the years, but it's nice to hear snippets from the next stage because obviously his daughter will grow and et cetera, et cetera. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, He says, it looks like the fake news mainstream media has picked up on the hot dog sausage issue. Um, we were talking about it as a hot dog. Oh, I stole that from like some. Did you stole some, it? Yeah, was it the, that wasn't an, an original. No, was it the Daily Mash that you stole it from? No, I stole it from maybe like Buzzfeed uh, or well, Cosmo the, or something yeah, like that. It does go like, around. You know, but the Daily it Mash. It wasn't a or Twitter. Like it wasn't. I didn't come up with that argument. Mm. Well, it says here, making an unbelievably stupid statement just to be annoying is starting a much-needed debate. So that's what they... When you watch Breakfast TV... Oh, um, yeah, and, they're always like... Yeah, and yeah. Piers Morgan sprouts on for ten minutes and he has some person sitting there and he just talks over them the whole time. And at the end of it, he says, well, that was a much-needed debate or it was a good debate. It's actually, you just come out of the stupid statement and uh, that creates a much needed debate rather like you know why not bring back uh, child chimney sweeps david in salford who sent us that one and john o'reilly who says uh, he's another fan i'm afraid so he's another crony but he says hello ruthie he, d- he describes me no, as no a- one no outside the pocket no one ever calls me ruthie really apart from at home anyway john riley really loves us and he says he describes me as a national treasure and so because he's addresses yeah. to you he's yeah well i agree with you yeah. uh he sounds incredibly proud of you that's me um, and he really likes that's me of us. you yeah, me of you. <laughs> I'm incredibly proud of it yeah and um, we've been helping Paul Balcom as well you know we said earlier that the chap who lost his mum Paul says I've been suffering with mental health issues and uh, he says working night shifts he's been binge listening to what he describes as an uplifting and sometimes informative content. Sometimes. Sometimes. But he says, I have a role reversal question. If Martin could go back to education, what subject, for fun, would he like to study? Oh, yeah. So if I could go back to education... What what level of education? Oh, here, tell me what three A-levels you would do and then what you would do your university degree in. I'd probably do the same A-levels as I did, which was English, French and German. And at university, I suppose, I did arts and social studies, which is a bit of, yeah, precisely. And didn't even finish it. Didn't even finish it, but it's a bit of a bullshit course where they bolt like different things yeah, together. So I'd probably do something a bit more academic, and something like history, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that'd be good. And if Ruthie had her own radio platform, brackets, talk radio or musical, what sort of content would she produce? I don't know. Just like songs and chat so radio 2 really for you probably no. six music mm, kind of radio one-ish local if, radio if you do if you do want to, no aim high aim for the stars you don't you know we're all in the gutter but some of us are looking up at the stars should do some music now Let's do our music, and uh, I've got a bit of country rock for you. And now, country rock is a genre which you're you're familiar with through the Eagles. Obviously, you know how much I love the Eagles, and we do listen to the Eagles in the car from time to time. But this is sort of proving that country rock isn't just the Eagles. Uh, this is a group called Poco. In the heart of the night. Just 
Just 20 seconds, Heart of the Night by uh, Poco. Yeah, no, it's okay. A bit bland. A lot of people... Yeah, a bit bland. If you listen to the whole... I love it. I, mean, I love country rock. And I, and you I, are a bit bland. Yeah, I'm a bit bland in, in that sense that I do like the Pure Prairie League. I like Poco. Um, the Birds uh, album called Sweetheart. They just seem like a very, very like sort of Sainsbury's Basics version of the Eagles. Well, mm, see, a couple of guys from Poco did perform with the Eagles. I did Tim, not love them. Tim Schmidt uh, joined the Eagles. It's difficult in 20 seconds. Uh, Randy Meisner was also in Poco, joined the Eagles. Uh, do you want to know what Wikipedia says about country rock? No. Well, it says uh, it was developed by rock musicians who began to record country-flavoured records in the late 60s and early 70s. These musicians recorded rock records using country themes, vocal styles and additional additional instrumentation, most characteristically most characteristically pedal steel guitars. Oh, you love a, you and, do love a pedal steel guitar. Uh, country rock began with artists like Bob Dylan, The Birds. Uh, yeah, Bob Dylan. Yeah, well, he did way Na- better than that. Nashville Skyline. Nitty Gritty Dirt Band, another band that I absolutely love. Uh, Emmy Lou Harris, The Eagles, Linda Ronstadt, Michael Nesmith, and Poco, who we heard there with uh, Heart of the Night. But I can so, see with from Twenty Seconds. You, but I, I like that sort of music. So you've gone very middle of the ground, middle of the road. Of the I've road, gone a bit yeah. more left of field. You have. Um, should we hear it and then yeah. you tell us all about it? Okay. Um, it's uh, Serpent with Feet. Is the name of the artist. The name of the artist. That's all one word, Serpent with Feet. Yeah. And it's called Four Ethers. Yeah. Let's hear it. Babe, it's cool with me that you want to die. And I'm not going to stop you if you try. But the hole in my belly has started growing. So it's Serpent with Feet. It's a shame you didn't get to listen to more of it, because it's a very, you know, like, very different. I I like that because, to me, you know, if you hear more of it, it sounded quite dramatic, and it sounded a bit like uh, Scott Walker, who we played in an earlier podcast, who I chose in an earlier podcast. I don't know, but anyway, he's um, a guy called Josiah Wise, who is known professionally as Serpent with Feet. Oh, so it's not his real name, Serpent with Feet? No, no, surprisingly not. He's an experimental musician, and when you look on... um, uh, Spotify they call him like avant-garde and he does yeah, kind of some yeah. like performance art and stuff and he's based in Brooklyn New York and he released the EP Blisters in 2016 and his debut album Soil in 2018 Right. and then those will both be on the Spotify playlist they will you they can will. find the Spotify playlist if you type in Martin and Ruth and then go to the Spotify playlist or you can just type in Ruthie me and my dad and that'll take you straight to the playlist and if you want to send us an email because I didn't give the email address out did I when I was reading all the mail uh, if you want to send us an email the address is Martin and Ruth podcast that's all one word Martin and Ruth podcast at gmail.com yep we're going to take uh, a short break now to advertise a, a product that we uh, really, really like. Love it. We absolutely love it. So uh, let's have a short break. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And another podcast I want to uh, tell you about. It won't particularly interest you because it's all about football. But it's very good. It's a podcast on talk So sport. I'm going to tell you about something that you won't be interested in. I'm telling you something. Well, you might be. Now you might be. Because uh, you, you do sometimes have an interest in the business around sport. Like I like, like um, the Damned psychology. United. You love the Damned United. I love the Damned well, United. Well, if you love the Damned United, for people who don't know, it's the story of Brian Clough uh, at Leeds United, his short tenure at Leeds and United. His... You may like this podcast. I like a sports film. Well, you may like a sports podcast, and it's called Reunited. And the show brings together... Well, the, the whole idea of the podcast is to bring some of sport's biggest rivals together. So people who couldn't stand each other it, when it came to the actual field of play. It brings them together, reunites them, and they go through their stories. And the current one has got Vinnie Jones. Have you heard of Vinnie Jones? I've heard of him. Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels, um, the movie... Uh, he was a, I've heard of Vinnie Jones. Yeah, well, he was an uncompromising defender. Vinnie Jones is in it with Paul Gascoigne, Gaza. You heard of Gaza? Yeah, I've heard of Gaza. You heard of Gaza, right? Very famously, Vinnie Jones grabbed hold of Paul Gascoigne by a very personal part of his body, and it's a very popular picture. That. Um, oh my god! My god, indeed. It's a it's a very striking picture. I'll show you the picture later. But anyway, they sit down on this podcast and discuss their careers and that incident, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, the show is now on Apple Podcasts, and that whole series is available. And um, you can get it on Apple Podcasts, and it's, it's a very powerful interview. It's worth listening to if you're into you know things like the Damned United or football generally or sport generally. <laughs> Let's talk now, Ruth, about sustainable eating, whatever that yes. is. Yes. Sir, you should ditch the almond milk. Yeah, well, we did that. Said, we've said we've that. We've said ditch so, the almond so milk. so painful for the little almonds when they're being milked. It's... But there's everything you know about sustainable eating is probably wrong. Ah. So fish, you can eat again. Thank cod. Thank cod, yes, very good. We got it. Funny. Well. The fish we can eat again. Um, As you would say, funny. Mm. So you can eat cod. You eat can it, eat cod, yeah. But other fishes, not so much. Well, some of them you can, some of them you can't. Make sure they're sustainable. Then bottles. Ideally, buy one made from recycled materials and use it. That's the most important bit. Um, the European PET bottle platform. This is a really just riveting stuff I had to read through. Um, which advises the bottling industry on design, recommends the use of clear PET. Now, you've just gone to take a sip out of your bottle. Mm. What colour PET is that? Uh, green. That's bad PET. All right. Because um, the 
clear PET is much more easily compostable and recyclable and also is easier to make into other things. Right. But the PET bottle platform do specify that it's not a silver bullet and at the moment it's still very difficult to recycle. Choose your tofu brands carefully. Your tofu brands? Yeah. You have to... You, you should be sourcing super low-carbon European or US soy. Right. Not any other kind of tofu. So what about, uh, I mean, obviously we, we buy, when we go to the supermarket, we buy tofu for you. No, you uh, don't. Well, we buy corn. Corn is not tofu? tofu. Oh, isn't it? Tofu's made out of something different. Tofu's made out of soy, and corn is made out of, like, condensed vegetable protein or something. Yes. They're made out of an egg. TVP. Because corn veg- is not vegan. vegan. You can't have corn if you're. I don't think you can. I think you might be right. I think you're right. Because they are made. They are because they taste different. They're made out of different things. Think about how processed, preserved, and pre-cooked food can help you reduce your food waste and energy use. And then this is the interesting bit: you need to use your bag for life. So if you get one of those bags from Sainsbury's or whatever, eight times before its carbon footprint is lower than an ordinary carrier bag. An organic cotton tote must be used. How many times do you think you've got to use a? cotton tote bag before it, its carbon footprint is lower than the energy no used to create idea. it. Go on, wild guess. 104. 149? That was very impressive. Oh, well done. I should be on a quiz show. So that's that. your sustainable eat living stuff for this week. Excellent. I, I, I mean, how are people going to act on all that? I mean, I know, it's impossible, it's isn't impossible. it? You, you, it's impossible. Mild- Try and use plastic bags more than once. Yeah. It's mildly interesting information. But I think people would use plastic bags. What I was mean, going for? Mildly interesting. Yeah, I mean, I've... Mildly interesting roof. Hmm, I've uh, got a bag, a carrier bag, which I think is with me here now. No, it's not with me here now. But it's one that I carry That was about, a great section. Which, thanks. <laughs> I've got a plastic carrier bag, which I've probably used dozens of times but the problem is it's developed a, a slight uh, rip oh in it my now, god so i'm gonna have to throw it away if but you've used it dozens of times though it's that's fine all right. i can throw it away now uh, ruthie or ruth if you prefer let's finish with uh, the meme of the week well i've got two and i thought you could just choose which you prefer because i don't know one of them is a little bit risky okay um at the box office this weekend the predator took first place and the nun took second which is coincidentally the same way the catholic church ranks their priorities (laughs) very good um and then my other one was um in english he explained a double negative forms a positive in some languages such as russian a double negative is still a negative however the professor professor continued there is no language wherein a double positive can co- can form a negative a voice from the back of the room piped up yeah right favorite linguist's joke <laughs> should, should we pronounce yeah right or should it be yeah right yeah right yeah okay. housekeeping um, if you the, want to send us an email, it's martinandruthpodcast at gmail.com and uh, you will get a reply. I've been sending replies out. Good. Ruth. And Spotify, you can either type in Ruthie, me and my dad and that'll take you straight to the playlist or Martin Ruth, which will take you to it, you to our profile and then click on Ruthie, me and my dad. Excellent. And uh, do rate us and review us and subscribe. Uh, so I think rating and reviewing is on Apple Podcasts and uh, subscribe. And it is available on all your... Uh, well, you'll know it's available because you'll be listening to it now. Um, thank you. <laughs> is that what we're saying? Mm, thank you. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.